Here we now, are. Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and tonight I am joined by full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, Ginny Wandell. Hi. Hi. Here I am. Here you are. You found me again. I did. It's December. I know. Oh boy, it's beginning <laughs> to look a lot like crazy. Yes. Oh, I love that. Uh, yeah, it is. I, I can't believe the date. Um, I can't believe now I'm scrambling. I've had all year um, to uh, remember <laughs> that you had to get to this place that I had at to this get time. to this place at this time. At such a time um, as this. And yet here I am. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, Melissa. Yeah. Hello. The world is different now, isn't it? The world is different. Melissa has a deadline that I have imposed on her. Yes. Which is get your act together. Yeah. Prioritize. I actually might beat that deadline. No, sir. I might. Or I should say no, no, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um, she is talking about moving into the house that I purchased. <laughs> so when you buy a house, you have to move? <laughs> when you buy a house, you have to move. Why not? Uh, I have been fortunate to be able to um, sort of linger in my moving um, and, and get some work done over at my new house. Um, and now that work is complete, so I have no choice but to move. <laughs> Some people, you know, operate in a crisis and I have to hurry up and, and oh my gosh, it's just like a bull in a china shop, but not Melissa. Not She's me. Yep. Calm, cool, and collected. Yes. And what an example for, <laughs> you know, how to just take things one at a time, uh, one step at a time. On the other hand, yeah. let's get going. I know. I packed five boxes last night. Perfect. Everything that I have that's in Mary and Sam's basement is already packed. It's been packed. I've already, like, it, it's, you know, I know, I don't even think I unpacked half of it, you know. So <laughs> I have a lot of totes in their basement, um, but it's pretty much just everything in my room and my bathroom and all that stuff that needs to be packed up. So I did five boxes last night, and it does not look any different. So I, <laughs> that has what that has stressed me out. Therefore, um, just go. Yes. 
Um, but everything is done, you know. Uh, the floors are done. The walls are done. Right. You know, I had one room of carpet. That's done. I had an electrician there. Everything's done. You're a living example of, um, I, I call my, my phone my filing cabinet. Yeah. Um, and when I sit with people and help them figure out what they're doing with their current home or yeah. the home that they're looking to purchase, um, oftentimes it comes to, I need um, to do some work with other contractors. Yeah. And Melissa is a perfect example. Um, yeah. We all in this office have um, resources to share. And now we have, everybody has their examples. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. those people who've helped you better your already terrific purchase yeah. are available. Um, that's just another thing that we do around here, share and help and make your best home. Yeah. I mean, I just, I've had some really great people over at my house and, and word of mouth, you have been working by referral what your entire career. And, you know, I went to our agents and to Sharon and to everybody that like, could refer me somebody. So, um, you know, Kevin Senna, uh, Senna Painting, he painted um, our office. He's painted several clients' homes, Sharon's personal home. Um, he came and painted my house. Mm-hmm. Um, Painters, you know. electricians, floor, yeah. floor people. Yeah. Um, I had Carmanica, yeah, Carmanica come and do um, some electrical, electrical. work. Mm-hmm. Um, today, so met him over there at aid, and mm-hmm. um, that was all said. And um, right, so yeah. even if if people aren't, if you're not moving, um, but you just yeah. need help, just any need of a, these things are have, yeah the reason to call us. Yeah, uh, Sincata Flooring. He mm-hmm. did. Uh, he did my. Um, he uh, did the carpet, the one room I have carpet in. He replaced that. And now I've decided that I'm going to do the basement um, yes. carpet because I do have a finished. Um, portion of my basement um but he actually grew up with my dad in weymouth he's so, been around yeah, for a we while have a, we have a little connection there his but kids are my kids i mean everybody knows yeah, everybody yeah so, everybody knows um, everybody and we have degrees of separation yeah we have plenty of people in our back pockets so um but you know this is this is all good things to know yeah and it's it's here we go again it's about um trust um People are going to do something when they say they're going to do it and mm-hmm. get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of I know, dependability. Everyone, everyone has shown up on time. <laughs> well, what do you Everybody, know? And I'm the one being like, okay, can I pay you now? Can I pay you now? Can I pay you now? <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, no, I, it, I've had a really great experience. And like I said, we have so many people in our back pocket and we have, we're, we're, we're happy to share all that contract information for anybody who, um, you know, because it's not just, we do talk about real estate on the show. So if this is the first time you're tuning <laughs> we do talk we are about talking real- about really we're talking about houses and but, fixing them but it's not just about buying and selling real estate it's also living in your space Absolutely. and making it your home but before we get into our uh topic i want to give you a moment to uh sort of reintroduce yourselves to all of our uh, listeners unless we have you know new listeners and they're hearing you for the first time who are you virginia uh, hello new listeners and hello old listeners who may not be old actually mm. However, long time um, listeners, long time. Is that how you say it? Okay. So hi, um, I'm Ginny Wandell and I'm a full time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate. My specialty is along the South Shore, South Coast, um, from the ocean, even all the way out to the middle of the state. Um, Every once in a while, I get the luxury to be able to go out to the mountains or go to all the borders of our state. So my license allows me to help people anywhere in the state. And I love to say, when we're outside of the state borders, um, I have a tremendous referral network. That means if you were going perhaps, like let's say to New Hampshire, I can help you 
with that process all along the way. So you have me, and that's the benefit of a trusted realtor. Besides being pretty smart and good at this, I'm very good at holding hands. You are. Through the transaction. It is a process. It's not something that we just do, you know, without without knowledge. And uh, yeah. I have plenty of knowledge. And there's always something new to learn. But you get the battery of knowledge with me. Yes. And we got to hang out a little bit yesterday. So you, uh, oh, yeah. we, we had a meeting in the morning. I, I came to work. We did have like sort of a windstorm yesterday. Well, or at first Sunday there was night. no electricity. There was no electricity. And then, then we got electricity, but we had no Wi-Fi. Like we had no internet. And I decided, so, yeah, I'd like to come to the office with yeah. just me and Melissa, the two of us, because <laughs> yeah. I'm adventuresome like yeah. that. Sometimes you just have to get back to basics and talking to people, you and, know. Yeah. But you're so good at talking, talking to people that like you just have this calm demeanor about you that's like... Like, mm-hmm. if there's a problem, we'll solve it. Well, you know what? Perfect segue talking about storms. Yeah. Because um, we try to uh, avoid storms when we can, but sometimes we just have to go through them. Yeah. Um, so perfect topic. Sometimes they're real estate storms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not just Mother Nature storms. But we navigate, don't we? Yes, we yeah. do. We do navigate. So uh, yesterday morning, we had sort of a... Um, we meet every Monday in, mm-hmm. uh, what do we call it? We call it uh, we time, time well spent. And, yes, uh, time and well spent. Time well spent. And we sort of just plan out our week because it's so important to get everything, sort of have a brain dump and get everything out. Um, well, you know, what you're, what you're doing in your transactions, you know, what your goals are, um, you know, how can you best service your clients? We sort of go through everything, personal and business, um, and we sort of lay it out and sort of map it out throughout our week. So you and I sat uh, yesterday morning and we sort of just, you know, had our morning coffee and hung out together, um, going through all that stuff. And then in the afternoon, you're talking about referral, um, you know, business in the outer states and, and how you have this sort of referral network and just this network of great people. We watched Brian Buffini's Bold Predictions. Bold so predictions for we're the new sort year. of going to be intertwining this in our topic tonight. But, um, you know, Brian Buffini is this, you know, excellent... Lori Reaney, who is a full-time realtor here at Boston County for Real Estate, is uh, in love with Brian Buffini. And how could you not be in love with Brian Buffini? She but, just likes the way he talks. Yeah. Um, he He's a real estate sort of, I don't know, mogul, mm-hmm. uh, teacher, mm-hmm. a jack-of-all-trades, yep. uh, just this great guy in, in, in the real estate business. Um, and he, you know, teaches us and he gives us great knowledge. Mm-hmm. And um, once or twice a year, he does the bold predictions. So for the remainder of the year and then the year um, upcoming, uh, upcoming year um, talks about, you know, the state of the market, state of the industry, everything like that. So right. um, we we sat again yesterday and we watched that. And, um, you know, we we do these things and I, I'm maybe not me, but you, do these things to better service your clients. Absolutely. Um, to better service your yourself and your business um, mm-hmm. because it's up to you. Yeah, right? we do these things to get ourselves organized, to make our business the best that it can be, to make our personal lives the best that it can be, to get organized and be really an expert and be knowledgeable. Yeah. When you have the confidence of that kind of knowledge, you're better able to tell people what's going on and that's why we're here tonight yeah you know it because 
uh, we hang our license in the state of Massachusetts. Um, but Brian Buffini sort of talks about the country as a whole, even the the world as a whole in real estate and sort of the trends around everywhere. We we tend to see what happens on the West Coast comes here to the to the East Coast. But, um, you know, we talked about the state of the market and buyer demand and rates and everything and, and um so we'll intertwine some of that stuff. But you yeah, came up I with just, something. I, I have an outline because that's just how I organize my thoughts. Yeah. Um, and I get excited about these things. So, you know, me, the visual learner, writes my notes to myself <laughs> in color with, yeah. with, you know, pictures around them. Um, red means this and blue means that. Um, if you can't see it because you're listening, I'll have to describe in full color. Um, but some of the things. So Brian Buffini. Um, is uh, well-known in our real estate industry, maybe not to every single person that's listening. Also, he brings along um, an economist. Um, so Lawrence Young is helpful in understanding just the economics of what's going on. Primarily, we're focused in the United States and Canada um, and how we've been affected with economics this year, um, what that means specifically in real estate, um, I thought the most interesting visual that I got was um, I, I drew the picture of the pool and why the demand. Why the mm -hmm. demand? What is this big bubble? Um, yeah. The demand to buy has never been higher. I have the top 10 reasons. Is that what you were doing? I wasn't going to do the top 10. Well, oh. yes, I will get there. I have those in other bullet points, but sort of keeping on a big picture. Mm -hmm. So we look back. I think he said something like, it's not hard to understand. It's not hard to predict the future if you're studying the past. Yeah. And that's what we do. So economically, um, historian for me would be looking back 40 years. So 35 years ago, I bought my first home. Wow. Um, where? were the interest rate, what was going on, what was, was that the state in New York? It was in New York. Yeah. In the beautiful little village of Amityville. Amityville, New York. Yep. And that's always <laughs> a fun topic. So please and maybe during Halloween we should talk about yeah. that. Is it real? Do you know them? I do. I do. Yeah, that's another story. Um <laughs> my first interest rate was eleven percent, but prior to my purchase there were other neighbors who you know, we found out their their rate lock was um sixteen percent. And yeah. Lo and behold, um, in yesterday's bold predictions, they did start when we were in the United States at 17%. So yeah. here we are, full cycle, things go up and down. Um, in October, the rates were high for this year at 8%. Mm -hmm. um, they have since come down to 7.2. Yeah. Um, so the first bold prediction is that by mid-year next year to third quarter next year, um, the rates should come down. And the the hope and the forecast is if we could get from 7.2 to 6.2, mm -hmm. what would that look like? Mm -hmm. Now, since this is a market and it's a real estate market, um, there's fluctuation. So these are only predictions, but we like to look forward to how we operate and how we can move successfully. Right now what's happening, this big picture, the pool of demand that's growing um, I thought was very interesting to know. The average age of a 26-year-old-ish, 24, 25, 26-year-old, um, that age group is itching to get out of the home. Mm -hmm. It used to be at 18 to 20. Yeah. The average 
age of a first-time home buyer now, um, just three years ago, the average age was 33. Now we've come three years, and the average age for a first-time home buyer is 35. Yeah. None of these are set in stone. The, there are certainly anomalies. People can be 23 and buy their first home. Absolutely, some don't. I had clients some of last us are year. 32. I had clients <laughs> last year who were first-time home buyers, and they were both in their 70s. Right. Wow. So it it goes. You know, and what a thrill! What a thrill! Because That's you know, amazing. most of us in America do long for the ability to uh, you know rule our own destiny and live in our own home that we that we can take care of um, yeah. so those who were worried um, about doing anything moving got stuck some people weren't worried at all because they said well I have a four percent interest rate and I'm just gonna stay here that created um, a little bit of the the beginning of a bubble that atmosphere mm-hmm. um, more people were looking to buy than those who were willing to sell. So, again, this high interest rate, um, home prices were getting a little bit higher. In Plymouth County last year, um, home prices went up about 4 to 6%. So the price of a home went up, but the demand got higher too. Yeah. And the interest rates were higher as well. Yeah. So we had a little bit of a stall. Yeah. That being said, people move, and why do they move? And Melissa was a good note taker. Yes. I have 10 reasons why. <laughs> so so just like one or two or three. Yeah. Um, I always say <laughs> I'm the hopeful one, right? I'm the optimist. So people move because their life changes. Yeah. I mean, life is unpredictable. We know that. And there's so many different factors into why somebody chooses to live where they live. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes you you want to move because you want to be closer to family. So whether you, you know, are expanding your family and your extended family wants to come near you or you're going towards your extended family or, you know, th- there's just so many reasons why you'd mm-hmm. want to be closer to the ones that you love. So so, so the the biggest shift for last year to this year. Um, in at the end of 23, we see that the greatest motivation for people moving is, believe it or not, because they want to be closer to their family. Yeah. So even with COVID keeping us in, we're hopefully moved to a new place in our lives. Um, moving closer to family, people valued having family members around. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. also tell you about the types of homes that people buy. Oh, um, really? We don't really see huge amount of knocking down walls to make big open concept spaces. I've seen plenty of home that has the whole entire first floor in segmented into segmented to into like quadrants. Yeah. um, Without any walls. That's not so much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Even in my house, like I have a raised ranch and, but there's um, an addition uh, on the side that they did. um, And, I feel like the addition that room is going to be my favorite because it's almost like sort of like a hidden gem. Like you don't expect it. People want space to go to. Yeah, you don't expect it. And I would think that without that space, 
I, I would feel like I would outgrow the space sort of quickly, even though it's just me and my one cat, but it, it, there will be two cats Uh-oh. soon. Okay. Um, <laughs> but without that little extra space and like, it's like private. It's like that, that's like another space where, you know, I can sort of live and, and, and be, yep. you know, and without that, I feel like it might, I might've, um, outgrown the space a little bit. Right. So, so segment number two, 11%, um, find that they need more space or different space. Mm-hmm. So bigger space sometimes mean I love means my kitchen is great and my living room is great. But like Melissa's saying, people might put on an addition or look to move to a different different configuration. We call that right sizing. Mm-hmm. Whether it's more square footage or less square footage, the layout of your home, the style, um, moving for the shift in the actual uh, square footage of the home mm-hmm. is the second um, indicator of why people will move. Yeah. Um, and it happens to be that most people want to move up in size. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in our area, so we looked at, you know, today I looked at um, Plymouth County. Um, we just happen to have lots of ranches and people buy them up quickly, quickly, quickly. Yeah. We also have. Plenty of four-bedroom and three-bedroom colonials, not enough on the market right now. But those two styles are in demand. Yeah. So I'm here Is it because people are moving from the ranch to the larger colonials? Right, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So um, (laughs) I had somebody today call me and say, if I can buy such and such a house, um, could you see if I could just buy it privately? People are looking at other homes and saying, I want to live in that house or that type of a house can you find me a colonial Mm -hmm. um so so those are you know why people move motivations sometimes people move for location not only because of maybe a job change but um in the words i don't know if we should say this properly or not but they want to upgrade their neighborhood Uh um so we by our law and ethics as realtors, don't steer people. We're not allowed to do that. We would never steer you. But if you come to me and say, I want to live in a seaside community, fabulous. We're going to look for that for you. I want to live in a cul-de-sac. Okay. Okay. Um, They can't say, well, they can say it, but it's not going to be helpful. Um, I want to live in a new community that has a lot of three-year-olds. You're going to have to look around the yeah, neighborhood that's and see some, that's not, what you see. Yeah, that's not something that we put in MLS like, oh. Yeah, these are <laughs> nice the neighbors, way. right? And yeah. don't move over here because those are not nice neighbors. We don't say yeah. that. That's just me being sarcastic. Um, so loving where you live changes in time. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes a neighborhood, sometimes the actual physical type of a house, sometimes your family, what do I want to move to? And the newest trend is buying a second home. Yeah. Using it as um, vacation rental, um, using it for income, um, or just using it as your second home. I want to live in New Hampshire during these months, and I want to live in Massachusetts for those months. Mm-hmm. Um, that happens. Those There are real-life stories that happen right here with us. I thought it was interesting yesterday that one of the top one of the top ten reasons um, for moving was to sell because they have so much equity in their house, so they could purchase something for their kid. Legacy. Yeah, 
it, it's, it's a little wild to me only because it's not going to happen to me and it didn't happen to me. But I lost out on a couple houses because of this. Yeah. Um, and the listing agent was honest with me and said, I, you know, I'm sorry. It was, you know, a cash offer because they were purchasing it for their for their um, kid who has been lost, has lost out on so many properties. So, right, right. you know, and you can't compete with that. Having a partnership with um, a relative is um, oftentimes what gets somebody into their home. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you're, your helper may not be the primary person in that residence. It, it just could be Aunt Sally who's willing to help you. Um, we also find that people who've paid off their mortgages, been in their home more than 30 years, let's say, they have the ability to put forward the equity that's in their home. Um, sometimes it can be a little bit, bit as a gift, um, sometimes they buy the home and they do what's called the bank of mom, which is the person who's living there doesn't use a traditional mortgage. They mm-hmm. pay their family member yeah, as if it were rent or a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, that does happen. More people need more creative ways um, wh- while we are in this bit of a bubble. Um, but we see that the rates are coming down a little bit and the prediction is that they would by next, between June and September, um, be down more. That will make people feel confident. And if they have to move, they're moving now anyway. And if they're choosing to move because the inventory is coming up again, then there will be more activity. But I I was also just looking at um, just our surrounding five or six towns. Mm -hmm. So looking in Plymouth County, uh, Marshfield, Duxbury, Pembroke, p- down to Plymouth, Hanson, Hanover. Um, the amount of homes, the volume of homes sold yeah, last year to this year. This was interesting. Yeah, we, this right we were both, the show. I just said, hey, this is really funny. Um, let's just say in each of these six towns that we're looking at, there were about 600 homes sold a year ago. Compared to this year, there might be about 500 in all of these surrounding towns, the number of units sold is about 40 houses less sold in each of those towns. So some town towns are a little more pricey. Mm-hmm. Others are more expensive, dependent, expensive or less expensive. But the volume of homes is overall, it's just down about 20% in our Plymouth County towns. Yeah. It's not completely devastating. It's not like there's zero movement. If you follow the 80-20 rule, 80% are going. Yeah. 20% have have been stagnant or haven't gone. Yeah. 20% have decided not to sell this year. This year. So what we're seeing is um, some difference. But when you look at the year at a glance, it's not devastating. And in our line of work, we see people move every day. There's not a day that goes by when we're not, you know, closing something. Yeah. Um, I don't have 365 closings a year, but um, that would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. The, the office, that would be fun for the office that for would me. Be fun. <laughs> no, but, you know, we're, we are given what we um, can juggle mm-hmm. and we um, find purpose in helping people. So the the long story 
that is now maybe a little bit shorter for this part of the show is we see um, and hear about and study with the experts. So we know that rates, we're going to move in a more favorable direction. Um, We know that people will continue to move for the various motivation factors that we just talked about. Um, And we think that next year in 24 will be a, a positive turn for more momentum. And certainly then 2025, people are saying, oh my gosh, could that really be a boom? So 24 is projected to be good for the real estate market. Whether you're buying your second home, wow, can you imagine? An an investment home Mm -hmm. or a vacation home. Mm -hmm. Or you're moving to make your life better. Yeah. These are the things that motivate us to help people. Mm -hmm. We want to make your life better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Any other bold predictions from yesterday that you want to sort of uh, touch upon before we move on with our topic tonight? See, now this is funny about me. I will write myself three different pages with four different red outlines, um, and then I don't even use them at all. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Sometimes you just have to get it out of your head. (laughs) Uh, This is what we call a brain dump, Yeah. right? Um, I guess what we're saying is if you're thinking of moving – or you have to move. Either way, um, don't do these things alone because I'm your advisor. There's a list of plenty of advisors around. Who helps you is a matter of your personality um, and you're feeling comfortable. Doing real estate by yourself when you're not a professional um, can be harrowing. Mm-hmm. So I always advise people to just call me, even if you're thinking about, well, I, it, I'm really not going anywhere. That's the way a lot of conversations start. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. However, what's the value of my home? Fabulous. I can tell you that today. Let's, let me do an analysis of the market and the value of your home today. Mm-hmm. Then you won't have to guess anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. And, and, and. So I know we're going to talk about it at the end and how somebody can get an analysis from you. Sure. Um, but can you walk through that a little bit? Like with the process, like you don't have to sell right now, but let me just tell you where you're at. Right. So I'll look at when you purchased your home. Um, a lot of this can be found on public record and in town hall records. And the value of your home changes as you have lived in it. So the price that it was when you moved in and the price today are two probably different prices. Certainly, if you have been a pretty good homeowner in terms of taking care and maintaining, we're going to give value towards the upgrades that you've done. Mm -hmm. So I come in and I have to come in your house in order to see your physical property. We call your house the subject property. An analysis can happen without going into your home but that's not a thorough analysis. And so when people just give you other homes that have sold in the area, that that's the market activity. Mm-hmm. When we combine the market activity with a projection for how your house stands up compared to other homes that have actually sold, then you can have a home a certain home value and usually I give a range. Also, I would give suggestions and say do you have any kind of a budget to do any other things? what sort of cosmetic things can we do and what sort of structural things can we do? And and that's what people would expect, that kind of a conversation. Yeah. It shouldn't be scary. 
Yeah. It's just fact finding. Yeah. And it shouldn't make people feel um, awkward, although that happens a lot. So many people, um, oh, my house is too messy or this is broken or, oh, you can't see the house in this condition. First, I have to get ready. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, we had two weeks ago um, a little powwow here about how can we work together in our little family to help somebody who was a homeowner who needed a whole bunch of realtors. And we all piled in with support and advice for a woman who needed to sell yeah. her home. It went under agreement that weekend. With one of the agents. With, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with yeah. one of the agents. Yeah. yeah I mean, that fear it, can stop people. Fear holds people back. It, it really does. And, you know, understandably, it, it, yeah. it's tough. Um, but when you have such great people on your side and they know what your goal is, you know, that's what you need. That's what you that's what you want in life. So. Um, I know that it's, um, I know from personal experience, it's great to have Ginny Wandell on your side. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> it is my pleasure, truly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I know you wanted to talk a little bit about what's coming on in January. Do you have... Oh, we can do of, that. You want to do wanna, that? Yeah, I want to do that. I mean, you want to only... keep talking about real estate, now, not about Clark Griswold and trivia? Oh, yeah, I know. Oh. Oh, should we, we'll do that. We'll do the fun part first. Okay, hold really? on. Really? Uh, yeah, we'll do the fun part first. All right, well, <laughs> just stay tuned. I I can talk to you about my uh, personal real estate things that are going on in December and my soon up and coming January stuff too. So yeah, hold please. Um, so we have a couple home for the holiday safety tips, trivia questions, and what are they all about? Clark Griswold. So Christmas wow. family vacation trivia um, and in sort of tying that into the importance of safety during the holiday season. So uh, yeah. trivia question number one. In Christmas vacation, what advice does Clark Griswold receive about not putting up too many lights on his house? Do we know the answer? Who's around? Somebody answer I know, the phone. Right? Oh, Larry, you're you're in the studio. Do you do you know the answer to this question? Is he there? He's not there. Okay, here, so I'm here. Hold on, let here. me get a headset. Does Clark get any um, advice about Who is putting it? up his lights? Well, Have ha- you seen Christmas, uh, Christmas vacation? Oh yeah. Yep. Okay, so the question is, in Christmas Vacation, what advice does Clark Griswold receive about not putting up too many lights on his house? Who tells him? Who has that conversation out there on the Mo- front lawn in the driveway? Yeah, most likely his wife. <laughs> it's Close. actually his neighbor. The neighbor. Next door neighbor. Yes, yeah, so Clark Griswold were receives they, advice uh, from his neighbor. Weren't they, all in, they were all in competition, I think, in that one, weren't they? The neighbor. Well, I think I think he was going for the, um, yeah, the he grand was going prize. For, yeah, he yeah. was going for the grand, grand prize. But uh, d- uh, from his neighbor to not put up too many lights to prevent overloading the electrical system. Oh, for so the So that is a yeah. safety tip. You know, I've, um, I've actually been in a historic house that, um, what would you just say, that they've, they've had to put more transformers uh, going down to it since. Yeah, you oh. need that licensed yep. electrician so yep. that you don't overload stuff. <clears throat> yeah, and extension just... cords are only so good. Yes. Um, and they can create a I've just decor- yeah. I've just decorated with a bunch of other decorators an 1880s home, the Daniel Webster Estate in Marshfield. Oh, yeah. Opened up for the week Lovely. for Christmas decorating. And I've actually poured water out of the uh, floodlights, you know, oh, that are gosh. lighting up trees and ground and um, oh, water and, and electric! Yep. What a what a combination! Or too many things into uh, into a circuit. So one thing mm-hmm. turned on, and 
um, two or three rooms all shut off. Yeah. Oh, hello, Clark. So okay. sometimes Clark. you have to. Sometimes you, you have to move some of the things around um, around the house. You don't want to use. Um, you know, if you if you need a long extension cord, you've got to get the right gauge to handle it. Oh. And if it's going to be outdoors, you got to make sure you use the outdoor stuff so that. You know, you don't Not, want water. Yes. They make outdoor, they make and they, and they make outdoors. they make little uh, things to put all the connections together from a, a box that you can put everything into that's waterproof and stuff. I found well, all this out. Oh, I found it all know. out the hard way over the years. You know, what an expert you are! But there I don't think uh, I don't think in the last three years I've been electrocuted for Christmas. So that's. <laughs> That's a good Thank thing, right? Goodness. What do you want for Christmas? Not to be electrocuted. Yeah, not right. to be electrocuted. I, I can remember, you know, the, one of the, I think it may have been the first year they decorated, and I'm out there trying to get these floodlights to work, and the circuit keeps popping, and I'm like, I'm holding an electric device that is metal. It is pouring rain on me. I'm about to get electrocuted. Yeah, so I said. So I said, this nobody's going to miss this one light, so I got rid of that one. <laughs> I get rid so, of this one so perfect segue. Yeah. So, so um, if we recall, you know, the, we plug the lights. Look, Clark plugs the lights in, mm-hmm. and what happens? What happens? Well, yeah, I don't. I don't think did he get zapped in that one, or the lights didn't come on. It was when everybody went back in the house, the, right? Yeah, and he actually caused all of the lights around on the street, <laughs> up and down. Everywhere. Well, that's Chevy um, Chase for you. So, you know? so not only, and it could be, you know, the wonders of Hollywood, I suppose. Oh, but yeah. um, theoretically, it is possible that your actions can certainly have an effect on other people like <laughs> your neighbors. Is, yeah. And, so. and on the magic of Christmas. Yes. <laughs> All right. What's another question um, we have, Melissa? Yeah. So. Uh, number three? Number yeah, four? We'll, we'll do number four. How does Clark Griswold keep his pets safe during the holiday chaos? Or does he? Or does he? Do, do you, you remember, Larry? You think about Clark's pets. I don't I think, think it was. Uh, or or did he have his, a dog? The relative's pet. Yep. There yep. you go. So it has to do with the dog. I don't there remember the go. dog. I do remember the cat is yes. chewing the wires. <laughs> yes. Which yes. Speaking I have, of that. I have a cat likes to chew the wire for the, the charger cord for the phone. and I'm They do that. Mm-hmm. trying to stop that. And I'm probably going to have to find something. Um, like the side of the couch. The new couch that now has a... Um, an entry point, I think. That, <laughs> yeah, that, oh, Mary, Mary is making on. me take one of the chairs in the living room because Zoe has destroyed it, so, so I'm taking your, it with me into yours. my yeah. house. Um, so, first of all, what kind of dog is that puppy? Do we know? Yes, I do. You do? It's a Rottweiler, isn't it? Good girl. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a Rottweiler. So uh, he puts um, antlers on the Rottweiler to help um, uh, help guard the Christmas tree from right, the cat. Right. Because we don't want the cat. To be doing anything with yeah. the Christmas tree. But How the well does that work? Any, the cat did it anyways. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> a cat is going to do what a cat wants to do, whether it wants to do it or doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Right. right. So all of this is was my fun way of, because <laughs> in my house, that movie is on all the time. Um, I watched it for the first time last year. Yeah, they filmed that oh, on the, the Warner Brothers uh, back lot. And that yeah. house was next to um, the Bewitched house. Oh, wow. Oh, what a great set. All yeah. gone now. They tore it all down this summer. All of oh, it. Man. Yeah, yep, they tear it all down. The back. They're going to build a um, an enclosed uh, set in that that lot. So it all is cool those, sh- yeah, all see those, those shows, uh, all those shows. I've been watching. People have been documenting the uh, takedown. The Partridge Family House was the first to go. <laughs> oh yeah. gosh. Yeah, yeah. but no. uh, yeah, they filmed that on the Warner back lot. And do you remember who the neighbor was? It was a guy Glass and a girl. Rabbits. No, no, that was on it. But on, on, in um, Christmas vacation, Christmas oh, vacation, Christmas the, vacation, the neighbor next door. Who? It was uh, oh, Dreyfus. The, 
yeah, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. From Seinfeld. She played the woman. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. She's hilarious. She did a great yeah. job on it, too. It, it was their tree, wasn't it? It was their tree that he cut down, right? In between the houses. And that, I, uh, no, because it, it, doesn't it start off with them going to get a Christmas tree somewhere? Yeah, and then, the, know, then, and then the car flies off the road oh, somewhere. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So all of this was our fun oh, way yeah. of, of uh, you know, tying in some comedy and some nostalgia. Yeah. Um, but we didn't you, even talk about Home Alone. But, but. It, I know. But it is important to, you know, especially with the last question that we made, it is important to keep your pets safe during the holiday chaos and, you know, just making sure that you have the right, you know, gadgets <laughs> to make that gadgets, happen. That's a professional term. To make that gadget, gadget happen. We only have about five minutes left, though, so I want to be yeah. able to give you um, a sneak peek to, into your January. But yeah. So, um, yeah, we just wanted to remind you of safety tips like, you know, candles at the holiday yeah, of course you should. Use I the know candles. somebody who is notorious for lighting a candle don't, and then leaving it, and then going away. upstairs. Don't walk away. <laughs> yeah, so candles and crockpots and ovens and you know, uh, just the safety part of it. If Christmas vacation reminds you, with a smile on your face, to laugh at at Clark and all of his shenanigans. Yeah, um, we thought today we would talk about safety and holiday stuff too, just to be responsible. Yes, got to be responsible. People. Yeah. You got to be responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, any other safety tips before you move on to your uh, January? And I want to give Let you time talk. to, um, yeah. you know, sort of give your contact information. Out, right. So know. I have something stuck in my eye. Sorry. Let me help you. <laughs> Look at me. Um, so right now, in it is December. Um, contrary to popular belief, we don't um, shy away from people who need to rent um, or homeowners who have a rental property. So in December. I have right now an active listing for a rental, which is a townhome, one bedroom, one bath on Spring Street. Um, it's an active listing looking for a rental, $1,800 a month, good credit, um, one pet possibly, the whole entire yard. It also has a pool, lots of bells and whistles. Um, also coming uh, next week um, is a home rental that is in situate close to the lighthouse uh, ocean views one street away from wow. the water um, that will be seasonal so from January 1st to probably Memorial Day possibly through the month of January so if you're in transition if you're already moving if you have sold but you need just a place to rent for a little while this is the reason why people um, don't have to get into a 12 month mm-hmm. lease mm-hmm. Um, you can do a short Short-term yeah. rental. Yep. Sometimes three, four, five, six months is what you need, and there are those properties available. So you can always ask me um, or ask a realtor. We are full-time realtors, and we do all kinds of real estate, including rentals. Mm-hmm. January coming up for me, back to traditional listings, um, and I'm always helping buyers, but um, when we have a listing, it's an exclusive listing. So I will just tell you in the month of January, um, a townhome coming up in East Bridgewater um, a single-family farmhouse, antique farmhouse in Kingston, um, and a newly renovated uh, three-bedroom, one-bath ranch, so single-floor living in South Plymouth. And then also coming up in January is um, a split level in Pembroke, North Pembroke, um, two-bedroom, uh, th- three-bedroom, two-bath. Um, all of these properties are coming soon. I have agreements, but I can talk about them now, even though you won't find them on MLS. So you're getting the inside scoop. Mm -hmm. um, And that means you can call me, talk to me, 
And how can people do that? How can people call and talk to you? Well, the phone is a wonderful thing, and I I can do email, too. So you could find me at um, Ginny at BostonConnect.com. That's pretty easy. G-I-N-N-Y. Yes, G-I-N-N-Y. Gin and tonics and stuff like that. Yeah. Gin. Um, Also, my cell phone number is the easiest way. I'm really good at talking, and I'm really good at texting. So 781-354-0723. One more time. One more time. Get your pencil ready or, or start typing 781-354-0723. Yes. And um, you can also do an analysis for somebody if they are interested oh. in that. We talked about that earlier. And what's something so that fun. you're going to... You so have about two minutes. Me. Two minutes. Fun thing that I do because I just, I like to help people um, get organized, get ready, um, whether you're not, you're moving or not. Um, if you call or text me or send me an email... In this month of December, this week would be great because it is going to be busier. Mm-hmm. Um, I offer free organizational help. So you may go to a professional organizer and pay a whole lot of money. Um, I can help you do that as well with proven mythology, myth- <laughs> methodology. It's not mythology. It's real. Um, and if you just contact me, I'm going to help you with that. It, yes, I will come into your home. Meanwhile, I can still, if you don't want me to help you organize at all, I can still provide a home analysis, the value now, what you can expect if you did want to put it on the market, Mm -hmm. um, and what's what's your equity now. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. If you uh, want answers to any of those questions, you can give Ginny a call. You can find her contact information on bostonconnect.com. You can call us at the office, 781-826-8000. We are live every Tuesday night from 615 to 7 and every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 on WATD. Again, you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I was joined by full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, Ginny Wandell, tonight. Thank you so much, Ginny. I am so happy to be here. See you next time. See you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.